Welcome back, ladies and gents. Uh, shout out to the fan that told me my mullet was the best mullet today, because it obviously is. Tate sucks. We had Brooks Austin on, uh, AKA the film guy. A little bit of a different episode. We talked a lot of football, uh, Georgia football, and other things related. Uh, you guys go hit him up on his socials. He does an awesome job in the film room. He's a film guru. Uh, we talked to our favorite college football players of all time for our tier talk. Don't miss our fist pump feature of the week. I had like seven of them. Uh, so it was awesome. Also hit us up on our socials and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Real Talk WRT. Tune in for an awesome episode. Love y'all. And that coach up in Athens got them boys playing pretty good ball. Anyway, I love you, son. Go dogs. Are we rolling? Yeah. Probably. Probably. Rolling. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, to kick off the show tonight, we got a little sh- in honor of the boys, busting with the boys, shout out, no free shout out. Compte and the boys sent us some shirts. Compte? Compton. Year 10 is still alive. Uh, back-to-back national champions, repping the boys. Appreciate you, Will and Taylor. Thanks, guys, for the shirts. I have one complaint for them. They sent five 2Xs. Oh, wow. No 3Xs? No 3Xs. 10XLs and 10 larges. That's my only complaint. Listen, send them. I'll take them. I'll take a large. Well, they're here's, gone. here's the thing. Like our, our O line. We need three X's, four X's. Like, my gosh. Yeah, Mims came up to me. He's like, oh, let me get a shirt. I was like, I don't think you're gonna fit this one, buddy. <sighs> you think we can't get into it? T- well, I guess it's the length, right? Yeah. The length. On well, the I, two got, X. I got one bone to pick too. We we got to get a combo episode with them. I mean, will will comment on one of our tweets? Gave the looking emoji. Like, we got to get up to Nashville. Get an invite from the boys, get up there and do a show with the, the you team. You don't got to convince me to go to Nashville. I mean. <laughs> if Andy was good at football, I'm there. <laughs> Busting with the boys. Your boys are ready to come up to Nashville. Let us know when. Defending national champs. All right, we're going to kick off tonight's episode. Uh, by the way, we got Brooks Austin, a.k.a. the film guy himself. What's up, boys? What's uh, up? We're going to do our fist pump feature of the week. Uh, do you know what our – have you seen our fist pump feature of the week before? I'm assuming this is a, a tip to Tiger. Dude, I love it that when our guests are coming on now, we don't have to explain every single segment. Yeah. Like, these are guys that are watching. Uh, so, yeah, Tiger Woods, fist pump feature of the week, something that was unbelievable that happened to you this week. Uh, you know, it could be anything from the last Oreo in the bag that you didn't think was there. No, nah, dude, it's like, like nowadays I'm in, the, I'm in the point in my life where all these like amazing moments are about my children. Yeah. So a little bit about me. I have a, a two and a half year old and a daughter who is about seven months old. And uh, my son is just like all over the place at this point. And he's kind of like taking the reservation off. You know what I mean? Like there's no more like uh, like uh, governor on, on whatever he's doing. Just like full when, throttle. Bro, when he's going, he's going. He's full tilt. And uh, like the new one at the park has been like his ability to play hide and seek has just I mean overnight he's elite. so much better i mean now he's like hiding he'll like want to find you he's like doing all the good stuff that hide and speak seek supposed to be doing um even down to the counting like he'll even you know what did they vote like he wants to count as loud and as fast as he can he's like cheating doing yeah. all the good stuff that you're supposed to be doing as elite hide and seeker no doubt dude i love it he's got so, like he's yeah, all the great spots in the house right and, like there. he just he knows where to go oh, he's even at the park too like finding new spots at dude. the park like He's getting after it. I will say that was one of the best things. Like when I would have friends over when we were younger, playing hide and seek in the yard and stuff, like you knew where to go and they weren't going to find you. Like I completely disagree. I couldn't fit in the good spots. (laughs) So, (laughs) honest to God, my problem with hide and seek growing up was obviously too big, right? Too big and too robust. Like you're a tall kid probably growing up. I was round, fire hydrant. Um, But my problem is the breathing. Like, dude, I'm a mouth breather. Like, bro, you can hear me breathing from, you know, like a good feet away. And, yeah, it was horrible at the hide-and-seek and was just awful at being quiet in general, yeah. which has kind of served purpose nowadays. But, yeah, back in the day, not great at it. I love it. At all. All right, yeah. so we'll hand you the putter for now. Tate, give us I your – You go first. I've got to think because it's been a rough all week. All right, well, I'll take the putter back now. <laughs> uh, I've got, like – hold on here, folks, because I've got, like, three or four coming. Golly. Again, here we go. Buckle We're going to go shout-out. No free shout-out. And are the boys – Huh? This is what happened to you enter the I portal? I mean, listen, the phone, you just got to turn the phone off at certain points. But listen, <laughs> we got Mura Golf Company is uh, a golf company that uh, Aaron Murray is good friends with their, one of their guys, uh, Larry, is awesome. Uh, went, I think he went to Georgia. He's a dog. Uh, 
and he sent me some hats. It's a golf company and some uh, sweatshirts that I got on the other day. So shout out to Mira Golf. Unbelievable stuff. I love their string hats. I love it. Uh, second shout out. He's a rolling billboard. You call it string hats? Yeah. Never rope hats. I call them string hats. Rope hats. You are one of one. You sound like a Yankee. Don't have one rope way. hats. You sound like a Yankee. I'm from further south Georgia than you are. It doesn't matter. You still sound like a Yankee. You're as far north Georgia as they come. Yeah. You're Tennessean, basically. Dude, shut up over there. They sell more orange gear in Walmart in Rome, Georgia, than they do red and black And I was all over yeah, when I was little. little. I bet you I were. I bet you were. Vol. I mean, just... Vol for life. Oh. <laughs> brick by brick. Just Never mind. <laughs> uh, say that with a straight face? Okay, so rope hats. Rope. Rope hats. Shout out to Mira, my guy Larry, for the rope hat. Um, as well as clubs. We got some clubs, some Mira clubs, Mira irons. Wow. And a golf bag. Are they pure? Pure as they come, dude. You any good at golf? Uh, Murray's I not. used to be. Murray's get, dude, Murray, Murray's not bad. Well, he's got a lot of time to play. He does. Man. Well, he newborn does. nowadays, probably not. But the Dad club. We'll talk OBC about that in a minute stuff. with you. Dad club, what it's like being a dad. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Mira shipment, unbelievable. Shout out to them. Um, got an OV this weekend, Mississippi State. Absolutely Ooh. stoked for uh, me and the fiance. When you go there, go to the Staggered Inn. Staggered Inn. Get the topless hot chick. Topless hot chick. It's a food item. This yeah. was mentioned. Yeah, not. It's a yeah, food item. No. It's a food we, item. Yeah. We've talked about this. Or, or if it's a good this. OV, you'll get another topless hot chick. But Keesh. you have a fiance. Alexa, you're not watching this. <laughs> uh, topless hot chick. Okay, from Staggered, Staggered Inn. In. Okay. Three pieces of Texas toast. I was about to try to describe it without you describing it based off the name, but go for it. You know what he's, no, talking, no, you know what he's it, talking about? Finish it off. I know. It sounds like a Zaxby's. Like, it does. Uh, like, like something a, just stacked. Like the Zaxby's kicking chicken sandwich is what it sounds like. Yeah. Texas toast. Close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Fries. Buffalo chicken. Crinkle fries. Mm-hmm. Yep. Knew it. Uh, buffalo <laughs> chicken tenders and queso on it. Can you, hey, you're laughing back there. Can you tell I'm fat? <laughs> <laughs> I about committed after the game. Listen, we, talk, we, talk about, we talk about food more than anything here on this podcast. Oh, it's, dude. Oh, it's unreal. I mean, got to. Got um, to. Okay, so OV this weekend. Uh, third thing, I'm in Tate today eating lunch because I'm no longer at the football facility. So in between classes, I'm, I'm eating lunch. And I stand up and this guy from across the cafeteria looks at me and points at me. And I'm like, dude, who is this guy? What is going on? And he shows me his phone and he's got the podcast playing on his phone. And I was like, you are a true... I just I love it. Absolutely a true follower. So shout out to the guys and girls out there watching the podcast. That is definitely a fist pump. A fist pump. Fist pump. Also on top of that, to all the people in the comment section in our YouTube. Yeah. Uh, last episode had the most comments out of any, out of our, any of our episodes, so we're rolling. Appreciate the love for the so day one. I'm, I'm horrible about that when it comes to YouTube. Like I don't tell people to hit the thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up button, by the way. I don't tell people to do that. I don't tell people to comment. I don't. Like in videos where you like in the video with something that they need to comment about, like all those little YouTube tricks that they try to teach YouTube creators. I've never done them. Um, you're still rolling. St- I mean, we're not rolling. I mean, yeah, 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 we're rolling. Yeah, you're rolling. <laughs> yeah, we're rolling. It's all the right. extra shot of adrenaline. You need it for like you start to stall out a little bit. You apply that. Absolutely. Good, good, uh, like breaker for you. Absolutely. Like, especially because I'm a solo guy. Like, we don't do a lot of sh- guests and we don't do a lot of, sh- uh, you know, like co hosts or anything like that. So, yeah, it's a good, uh, you know, stopper. So, with that being said, hit us up on all the socials at Real Talk WRT. So, that's Real Talk with Rylan and Tate. Why are you making that face? I was just thinking about, never mind. About my name not being anymore. That's what, exactly what you're thinking about. Yeah. Well, that's not going to happen because we're going to figure something out. But Instagram. We're to fly to Starkville every week. I'm yeah, not going mean, to lie. It's Bulldog, the talk of the town. Two Bulldogs. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to stay in a Bulldog, maybe. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure something out. It is the talk of the town. You're right. Uh <laughs> Real talk at Real Talk WRT, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and then on YouTube, subscribe, thumbs up, comment for the boys. Tate. All right. So it's been a pretty uneventful week. I'll be completely honest. How do your legs feel? Um, they're feeling right they're now. Feeling? They're feeling? It hurts to sit down. But for me, I've only missed one class this week, so that's probably my fist pump of the week. You dog. You so, dog, look at just you. Just an academic you, weapon. I was about to say, you <laughs> academic specimen, my the man. standard is the standard, and I, I love mean, that you're living up to was it. Was I doing much in those classes? No. No. Not, I mean, yeah, I've taken some notes here and there, and then they lose me about halfway through. You notes on the MacBook guy, or are you like a physical note notes taker? Notes on the MacBook. Yeah. Does anyone take physical notes anymore? I'm curious. I, yeah. like, I like taking yeah. physical notes. 
what my problem is is when the handwriting's the team, dog and when they start talking yeah. fast and I start writing fast, I won't be able to read it later. Well, I so, invented my own shorthand in third grade for such a for, for such a reason. Really? I love it. No, not really, <laughs> doctor. Just rolling. I mean, shoot, with in journalism and stuff, yeah. we have to like they make us bring notebooks and write. Yeah, handwritten stuff. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Speaking of journalism, Bobby knows how this is. My three classes that I have this semester. I'm on staff for a newspaper for one of my classes, so I'm running a newspaper. It's brutal br- class. Brutal class. Brutal. I'm doing sports source. So, like, tomorrow for Friday night, my Friday night consists of going to a high school basketball game, and I'm doing play-by-play tomorrow night for <laughs> – I get to get there at 5, do a pre-show Can game. Can I come heckle you? Absolutely. I'd love for you to. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's impossible. Yeah. What do you – I mean, I was, I was in your exact shoes literally last semester. And editing course. this podcast. Yeah, and doing work for this. And, man, let me tell you what. My plate was full. Yeah, was man. Full. So, like, y'all are studying to be in journalism? Yeah, so I'm doing broadcast journalism. I was broadcast, saying. yeah, so sports yeah. media. So kind of what I, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. I just graduated last semester. Might come be the film I guy 2.0. Okay. Never had, like, I, I have I'm a uh, business major. So really? I, yeah, I have a master's in business. I never, like, planned to do this. So I hear you go through all these struggles. My struggles were writing, like, 27 page business essays and like 27 page like business plans and stuff like that where you have to develop entire businesses and sell your professor basically to your business um stuff like that and mine were always like the i basically my claim to fame is i invented tile before tile you know little things Mm -hmm. um that track because i I lose stuff all the time uh too many hits to the head but no i yeah my, my background with the writing stuff was more through the business background so i had to like basically learn apa as yeah. opposed to uh mla from the business format so that's what i will different. say it's it's a taxing schedule going through all of it but dude it's so awesome like i love doing it so i mean it's stuff what i want to do and it's worth it you're but. talking about the tile things mm-hmm. i have recently put an air tag on everything i own really I came, when we came back from the natty mm-hmm. no clue where my keys were my truck sat in the Foley parking lot for three days. Dude, we went and st- I went and just st- find them. No. Oh yeah, to just get new ones. House keys gone. Ooh. Um. Annabelle's house keys gone. My car keys gone. Oh, I got a spare. I finally found my spare. Um. So yeah. Did you leave it in? I uh, don't remember it being on the plane with me. That's All right, so I probably shouldn't, and I can't use this pro tip anymore after this because you guys are a, a, a booming podcast. Pro tip for you, keys in the gas tank or, yes. you know, types of deals like that. I'll yeah. lock him in my truck now. You got code. Ford? I got the code. Ford yeah, driver. Ford's I nice. knew it. I knew he's a Ford driver. It just checks out. It just checks out. Ford tough, baby. Ford tough. American built. Right on or found on road dead, whichever one you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Do you want to hear my problem with Chevys? Come on. Why do they have square wheel welds where a circle's supposed to that's go? That's a great point. That's a great. That's a. I'm I'm right there with you. It's not a bad point. It's always bothered me. I drive a Toyota nowadays, but I was a bow tie guy. A big Toyota guy. But me too. I bought I drove a four. The new Tundras, man. I drove a. See, see Breeze's new Tundra. No. Beautiful. Chris Brown. He uh, yeah. got hit head on, totaled his truck. And he just got a, a new settlement. Tundra. Got himself a come up, huh? What yeah, a stud! It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you uh, see C Breezy's knockdown there in the? I did. I awesome. did. <laughs> little shoulder wing, little chicken wing. How about him? Chicken wing. Chicken we were all on the sideline going crazy way. when that happened. Yeah, that was awesome. I we we ran out there. I think it was my third, ser- second or third series. And Chris turned around and gave me a fist bump, and I was like, "Hell yeah! All right, Chris, let's go!" <laughs> second play, bang. Loved we it. all went crazy when he put – we were all in Coach Searle's ear saying, put Chris in. We want Chris in. <laughs> See, Breezy, let's go. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I didn't get a fat man touchdown in my entire football career, and that irks me. I got one. <laughs> you got one? Did you fumble, really? fumble recovery. Nice. Nice. Well, that was really – I guess that counts. You earned that one. I was talking about more of like a uh, – they just the gifted one. you one. You like Pam's like, got in the spring game last yeah, year. Yeah, like fullback on the one. Or Penesul, the yeah. Lions yeah, tackle yeah, yeah, with a yeah. nice little first down that catch. That was like third and four. Bro. Big time. Catches dies to the first game. One of the biggest game. freaks you'll ever see at the tackle position. Have you, that have, have you seen that, the interview with Dan Campbell about how that play came to be? No, he probably just saw him messing around in practice. No, listen, so on game day, so like it was obviously in the playbook, but it was deep in the playbook. Yeah. And so – he said, Dan Campbell said there's a wave started around the stadium. So he just kind of got lost in the wave. And <laughs> he kind of heard on the headset those he was talking. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then he he comes back to the field and looks at the play, and they're throwing it to Panay, and he's like, yeah. "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and they ended up like he was just so cut off by the wave. He just said, "Yeah," without even hearing the play call, and they gave it to him. And I was I'm like, just, "That's awesome." I'm picturing Kirby Smart being distracted oh, by Lord. a wave inside the oh, stadium. Lord, I don't think that no. would ever happen. No. Goody, you were like me after the SEC championship, after the Natty, pissed. Coach <laughs> well, Charlie had to come up to me and like like grab me by the face and say, "Enjoy this," because I was I was hot. Cause, dude, I I, they, I spent four they, and a half they, years they did here. The same thing to me. I got, I, cause I got that personal. Yeah. I got my ass chewed for a good fifteen. Thanks, Tate. Everybody I say mean, thanks, Tate. Like, Coach Smart, every time he walked by, would come by and say something to me. I'm just like sitting there, like, man, like, come on now. Over yeah. and over again. Mm-hmm. Over and over. Didn't stop. Coach Charles sitting over there like snickering. I'm like, stop. Uh, you know, I, I got to ask you guys this as because I, I drove over here and I was like, I'm going to ask them this question. He and I said this on our show earlier this year or earlier this week, Kirby Smart, and I've observed a lot of football coaches, is the football coach of all football coaches that I can see that. I mean, he presses everybody. He's mm-hmm. on go on site with everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. But you guys all seem to accept that as if like it's for the betterment of me. Like I need to do this. He's right. Like you all. Just you take the ash chewing, you go click. He's right. I need to go. That's everybody top to bottom. That's offensive coordinator down to like recruiting staffer. Like he's on go on site with everybody. And I just think it's like super unique to him because nobody ever says, damn, he's not right. Or damn, I'm tired of this. I need to go somewhere else. And if they do, it's just this is not the place for them. Man, you make a great point. I was talking about this the other day with, with somebody. He's created Kirby's created such a a respect and fear element of who he is and and how good he is at his job that everybody we trust in our assistant coaches and our assistant coaches trust in him and so that it just creates a train of uh, a chain of trust that it just it works and now he's got proof of concept yep like y'all not, y'all believed him before but now you're like hell yeah and you hate to say it works until it does yeah. so like, well, <laughs> you hate when you're in full paths two days before three days before the national championship and killing each other but like hey it works. Practice number like eighty-five of the year. Full pads, bloody Wednesday. Let's we will. go. We practiced without pads once this year. Once. What? Once. So y'all were in shells we're Monday f- through Thursday. Shells are full pads. Shells, and- full, full shells. That checks. Wait, hold on. Tuesday and Wednesday in full. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. once getting out of full on Wednesday. I mean, towards the end of the year, maybe occasionally shells, but what difference does it really make for none. us in the box? For you, none. Yeah. For in the box, none. For the guys that – I mean, it's the same practice for them anyways because they're yeah. thudding all the time. Yeah. All it is for me is I'm more comfortable. Which, yeah. But Your stance feels the better. knee braces probably slide a I little mean, more. I mean, even when we went spiders one time, we're still going full speed. Man. And there's I, a big difference. Know, honestly, like, I didn't learn this until I got to college. Helmet practice, throw it away. I hate it as an offensive lineman because oh. defensive linemen are full go no matter what. Dude, they're just going to go. And, and when, when, you have, when you take the pads off – Everybody on the offensive side expects you to finish harder, like, you know, cover down harder because yeah. there's no pads. You should be able to run. So nah. you're just dead. Yeah. Dead. Okay. So speaking of a little bit of ball talk, I see my stats on yeah. the board over there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> Douglasville, Georgia. That's right. Went to Landmark Christian, which Tate said he absolutely kicked your school's butt in high school. Yeah. Well, we beat his like school when year. I was in school. Okay. Okay. We beat we beat yeah. them in the second yep. round of the playoffs. Freshman year stand up <laughs> on the road, event. by the way. I was a stand up defensive end that game. Brooks, were you freshman year? I played guard and, and we ran counter quite a bit that football cool. game. <laughs> well, y'all quite also, a bit. Y'all also had a fullback, uh huh, who is about six two, probably two eighty five, and just three point stance. Yeah, he wore seventy seven. I played fullback that game. That was me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in motion a lot, too. We got we got in 12 out of the eye. Yeah, like full, straight fullback. Um, played defensive in that game, 4-I. So um, you're just a renaissance man. That's all. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but I do say this. I was like – I mean, you guys saw me walking. I'm three inches from playing at Georgia. Yeah. You know? If I'd have been well, I mean, six, three, I saw your profile if picture, been six three and a half, right. that, that six one's a lie. I was six foot dead even. I actually <laughs> went to – Actually, I saw uh, Coach Luke at the the parade, and I told him this story. I, I would go to camps, you know, like most kids do. And the first thing that they would do is they would obviously take your height, weight, speed, make you run a 40, 5, 10, 5, right, just like they do now. And they would separate the offensive linemen, you know, 
under 6'1 over here. All these guys under 6'1, which was me. All these guys under 6'1, 6'1 to 6'3 over here, and 6'4 to 6'6 and beyond over here. And all the position coaches would always hang out with all the big guys. So I'm always over here with like GAs and the slappies, just not getting evaluated ever. Um, which is why I played Division II football, but I wasn't ever going to be like big enough to do it. Um, but yeah, we tried. We tried. We got an education out of football, and Absolutely. that was important. Use how'd the you, game like it uses how'd you us. like shorter? Um, I mean, I met my wife there. I got in trouble there because there's not anything to do but get in trouble if you're one who finds trouble. Yeah, Rome, Georgia's a – yeah. Yeah. You would know. It's Rome, Georgia. Yeah, I mean – There's not much to do. No. Fuchsia Gap? Go to Rhonda's. That's a place. What you know about Fuchsia Gap? Uh, I've been like twice. It's just whatever. It's a, it's a big uh, scenic thing. They're good. Really? Yeah, you ought to take your lady up there one time. Okay. She'll think it's beautiful. Stop buying your some pancakes on the way up. It's not of weed. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Really? Actually, uh, don't don't do that up there. Well, we were in. It's not good. We were in. Uh, it's LA, heavily so. patrolled. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, it's just a friend's told me. Well, we were in L.A. I can't imagine it was much worse than smelling that. Fuchsia Gap's like L.A. Fuchsia Gap is the L.A. of Rome, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting comparison. Mems's Snapchat story. Mims, Dude, Mems, Mems posted on his Snapchat. Hundred and six pair of shoes. Bro, he they're so piled up. In that cola, that roof. cola kicks company. Mm -hmm. yeah. that he buys them shoes from. They reached out to me for a sponsorship a while back. Well, I reached out to them because I wanted some free kicks. And Jerry's the yeah, man. He was there all the time. I'm sure you bought them there. Uh, I bought these online. I don't. I've what are you got, like a fifteen? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's hard. See, I don't buy shoes. That's hard. Yeah, Daddy's, we can tell. Yeah, you, from the University if you of Georgia. go into mm -hmm. like a shoe store, they might have two shoes and a fifteen. They usually yeah. stop like a thirteen. So I you can you can size down in Jordans by the way. Mm -hmm. So I would start trying to get I get, get some my 14s. ones and fourteens. Yeah. Same. All right. Quick shout out to Fire and Flavor, one of our sponsors. Go to Fire and Flavor for all of your grilling necessities. They got charcoal, they got grills, they got rubs, all kinds of stuff that you can think of. Specifically, uh, and personally, my favorite is their Georgia Q rub. Not only is it delicious, but it is also gluten free. So check them out at Fire and Flavor for all of your grilling necessities. Old Baron Stadium. Yeah. Old Baron Stadium, man. That's that's wild. They but no, the, the football career was an avenue. I I just went to kind of go. I mean, I knew very, very early. I mean, hell, my freshman year of high school, my dad told me, you might as well study and be an engineer. Like, this ain't it. Um, my brother got all of, like, the God-given ability. I really? mean, he was top 200 baseball prospect in America, played at Auburn, like, played for the Braves for, like, 18 months, two years before he got tired of it. But, yeah, he got all the, like, God-given ability. Mine was just I – was, I was a classic grunt-working high school football player who just went to college and played because he had the opportunity to do it. Heck, yeah. And that's, like, 85%, 95% of college athletes, to be honest with you. Yeah, absolutely. I, and so you go – you go get your degree in business, right? Mm -hmm. How did you go from business? So your dad's saying go be an engineer to business to now being the film guy and <laughs> Sports Illustrated and, you know. So, like, I always – I used to cut class to listen to Dan Patrick. Like, I would really? – Yeah, dude. Like, I loved radio. I loved, con like, traditional, conventional radio. I love the idea of just – turning a microphone on and, and giving your opinions about sports because God knows I always had opinions. People tell me growing up I, I should be a lawyer. And that's just what they tell kids who like to argue, mm -hmm. right, who like to talk. Um, but, no, I, I, when I got into college, I was a business major, and I got out of college, and I was working in business as a project manager for a construction company. And, I mean, within like four months, I'm not going to say I hated what I was doing, but I was just like, nah, this is not. Like, I can't. I can't, I was just going to half-ass this the rest of my life kind of deal. And that's not something that I wanted to do. I didn't want to just kind of like pass by. Um, and that's kind of what I felt like I was doing. So as I was like just basically getting by in my career, I was building this second career through media. And I always knew like, bro, you didn't play at Georgia. You didn't play in the SEC. You didn't play anywhere big. You, no one knows who you are. I mean, when I first got into covering Georgia, I think I had 350 followers on Twitter. Um, so I and knew, now, and now for perspective, you're up to 30, almost 34,000. Um, but no, congrats, I mean, I knew, that's, that's, that's awesome. I knew, I knew my Avenue was going to have to be through writing. Like for anyone listening today, you're not just going to be able to turn your camera on and go, I'm sorry, unless you have a platform, unless you have people like, dude, y'all have a nicer studio than I have. And I built the damn thing in my garage. You know what I'm saying? Like no one's going to give you backing. 
So if you're going to do this, you're probably going to have to freelance this stuff, okay, unless you played at Georgia, unless you played in the league. So I busted my ass freelancing for about, I'd, I'd say, a, a year. Nobody reading anything. I was covering the NFL draft, um, the 2018 NFL draft. A.J. Brown was my number one receiver. So I was, I was on, out son. on D.K. Metcalf, though. That was my hot take that everyone missed on because he had Russell Wilson his first two years, and they were just running that sucker straight. You know, he's really, really good at that. Um, but I was covering the NFL draft, nobody really listening, and then finally someone gave me an opportunity to cover Georgia and kind of, like, have my own site and, like, actually cover a beat. And I'll never forget, he gave me the option over the phone. He was like, you can either cover Georgia or you can cover Georgia Tech. And I said, well, you know, Georgia. that's kind of easy right there. Georgia. We'll just go ahead and cover Georgia. So, I mean, now we're here. And as far as, like, the, the, fil the film guy thing transition there is what, like, really popped it off. Yeah. Um, and that was – Y'all's COVID year against Arkansas. Yeah. Y'all came back from that and um shit, y'all ran eighty five. I think I ran eighty-four plays that day. Y'all ran y'all played so fast. I don't think you've ran eighty-four plays since. Y'all played so fast against Arkansas and yeah, everyone was like three different two different quarterbacks? Two different quarterbacks. Yeah. You gave Dwan six series and then Stetson played the rest. Yeah. Um that was Fitz's first career touchdown. Mm-hmm. And Seathers. Right? Seathers, yeah. Um, y'all put a bunch of dudes that day. It was like Kirby knew because of COVID that year that he was gonna have to cycle through a bunch of bodies. Like I remember, I was dog water that year. I was so bad. <laughs> I didn't travel. I was sitting at home. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're retro that year, right? Speaking of uh, yeah. speaking of Sport Illustrated, we gotta get a little shout it? out. Our boy brought a copy of the Sports Illustrated, and your boy Goaty's in the in the cut. I got Can a full page it? and a half. You got a page and a half. If you would have told that? me, dude, I used to look at that. I used to take shits and, I mean, read Sports Illustrated growing up. Same. And, like, Same. never never in my wildest dreams, one, well, never in your wildest dreams, you think you'd be writing for them. Yeah, and there's not a piece of my work in well, there. But, I'm I not mean, salty about it at all. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, no. It's okay. Y'all remember the Sports Illustrated listening. kids? Like, the kids? Yeah. Dude, that's how kids face the crowd. I, oh, my gosh, I wanted gosh, to be facing the crowd dude. so bad. It's I used awesome. to have those posters that you could tear out of those uh -huh. all over my all room. All over the room. Just thumbtack, just in the wall. Man. Bunch of guys just cutting it up, SI kids. How about it? It's so awesome. I got I got my this first attention ever for stealing one from our library. Are I you took, serious? I took the poster out because I didn't what, have it. Hold on, what grade were you in? I was in like third grade. Okay, that's can a, we that's talk early about detention route? That was like, dude, early, early. I mean, what is that? Probably 2008, 2009, 2010. Like Sports Illustrated, primetime ESPN with the slots on the left side of what's oh, coming yeah. next. Oh, yeah. Disney Channel oh, yeah. was unbelievable. Like that was primetime. TV. Sports content. Sports content. Unbelievable. Too many people with their own podcasts oh, nowadays, man. Dude. <laughs> Not when it's special like both of ours. <laughs> Speaking of other podcasts, uh, the Baxter Street Boys. Yeah. What a name. What a, all, what, a, what a name. Dude. What what a name. You go from, you go from Cole, Cole's first podcast being Diamonds in the Rough for yeah. the – Oh, come on. No, I'm just kidding. For it's up and coming baseball one. players, it's that's, that's sick. Yeah. But yeah. then Baxter Street Boys – because we when we were kind of brainstorming ours early on, just early, early, and they, y'all started doing that, I was like, dude, what a name! Like that's awesome. How did you, how did that come about for you guys? I it's like a fate, kind of like a fate thing. I mean, it just I I always saw Cole like especially Jake. I always saw Jake stuff on Twitter, and like I don't necessarily like. I don't care if you're always getting likes or always getting retweets. What I care about is whether or not you develop almost like a cult following. Yeah. Like it's like a return audience is important in my business. Like people who not only show up for you, but show up consistently for you. Um, and those two guys were, I mean, incredible at doing that. And I, I knew Cole from uh, his time playing here, obviously, but never like a, and Cole was, we looked it up. Cole was my seventh ever subscriber on Patreon. My seventh really? ever, yeah. Like he was uh, literally the definition of a day one. Like the moment I opened a subscription service, Cole Wilcox was in there. So we've always been like intertwined with our content. Um, and I always enjoyed what those guys do from a, from just like a creative standpoint. And they're the complete antithesis of me. Like I try to bring a very film-based analytical approach to things, despite how much of a fan of the program and the way in which y'all play football. I am not a fan. Um, you know, I don't do the, the getting up and screaming when they score but yeah. those dudes are the complete opposite like yeah. they are the definitions of fans ride um, or die and boy dude they ride hard i mean they and get cole, after it dude cole's one of the best dudes i know and he's 
Like he just, the way he enunciates and says things is so perfect and so funny all the time. It's, it's, it's unlike anybody else I've ever met. And man, like I don't, I don't watch a lot of other content. I don't, I don't consume a lot of other people cause we're always trying to produce our own stuff. Um, but those dudes made me laugh. Oh. Every time I turn it on, they made me laugh. And, and obviously, their Twitter's great. But um, yeah, man, there was a, that was a a recognition of talent and a recognition of uh, similar like people being cut from like similar cloths, you know. Yeah. And also being different. Like I think the one thing about me is I'm very, very different from what people who do my job are. Well, you're you know hitting I mean? you're hitting an untapped market. Like for the public eye, no one can understand. For a lot of guys that don't and, and ladies that don't know the game, like they don't they watch the game and they, you know, they might say a thing or two, but they don't really know what's going on. So for them to be able to see what you're putting out and begin to grasp what's really going on is is an untapped market by far. Um and so I mean shoot, I like watching your stuff and, and we're on the team. Yeah, I was and, about to say it's it's great to hear from like a player's perspective. Like so I know we had we had a goof about you know, you, you get beat across <laughs> you your want, face. You wanna hear Oregon. the story behind this? Yeah, dude. We just wa- got done watching that film. Yeah. And I mean, Coach Searles has that same play up there. Just rewinding. Like, what the hell are you doing here? I'm like, <laughs> like Coach, I why are you know. sitting out? And I'm like, he's just replaying it, like rewind. ripping me. Yeah. Slow-mo, rewind. I home and I get like the alert while I'm scrolling on Twitter that you, I'm, I'm going to watch it. First play that came on was that play. And I was like, man, screw this. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, like, it's funny that it happens like that because I'm always like, I do my shows like that. Like, if you see how we do the show, I'm standing in front of a board and I am talking as if we are in the room and that's how we're doing it. Cause I've been in those rooms, right? Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. I, I ran uh wing tee in college, right? And mm-hmm. my, my red shirt freshman year, we're playing Clark Atlanta. It's a fourth quarter game. We're down. I think we're down. We're up four, excuse me. And all we got to do is get two first downs. We win the football game, two first downs, two first downs. We you win the football game. Sorry. And I'm playing left guard. And we have a zero technique, and I'm supposed to full scoop him by myself. Mm. But at this point, we'd ran Bob, which is like fullback dive. We'd ran Bob like five times in a row to the right, okay, because the quarterback's right hand, he's always open in that way. So at this point, the damn nose knows what's happening. Like he's fighting hella hard. Slant right away. Oh yeah. my God, immediately, as soon as the ball snaps. So like it had gotten to the point where I'm taking like a step and a half. I'm not even getting a second step in the ground, and I'm trying to get my head across his backside knee because I can't even get it to the front side knee. And we're watching it in film on Sunday after the Thursday, like after the Thursday loss, he, they gave us, well, they ran us like hell on Friday. And then they came us back, gave us Saturday off and had meetings on Sunday. And coach is doing the same thing, except he's doing, I'm redshirt freshman, first time ever on the field home game. And he's rewinding in front of all my juniors and seniors going, this is how the redshirt freshman gives a shit about you guys in the fourth quarter. And just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's brilliant. So, like, whatever I'm doing, I, first of all, I never do it that bad as a, my coaches would actually do it. Or as I don't think I would ever be that brutal in an actual player positions meeting. But that's the reality of those meetings. Those meetings are we're here to show you where you messed up. Very rarely mm. does a coach ever say, holy shit, look what 69 did right here, guys. You know, but, like, I, if you watch my stuff, I try to do just as much a. Because y'all, y'all are great football players, right? I try to do just as much of, damn, look at the play that guy just made. You know, we call them flash plays. And I do just as much as that as I do of, hey, we can correct this right here. This has got to get cleaned. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, with breaking down, you know, I mean, a ton of football this year, what was your favorite game to watch and break down for us? Like, what Ooh. was schematically, what did you enjoy watching the All right. most? So, it's freshest on my mind. Y'all had TCU beat by 40. Oh, man. Y'all had TCU beat by 40 before you even showed up. Mm-hmm. Schematically, y'all Munkin, wrecked them. Munkin opened up that playbook. I'm saying, bro, <laughs> everything. Up the playbook. So, so, first thing I noticed when I turned them on is, like, when they get – when the ball is into the boundary, they are very, very wacky. Oh, dude. The numbers were super mm-hmm. messed up. So, as soon as I watched it, I was like, oh, damn, Munkin's going to run flood into that, like, every single time he gets an opportunity to. He's just going to attack vertically. And so – I was telling the show the other day, I always try to text people that I trust and know about, my, you know, I watch film just like obviously, and I come up with my own game plans. I come up with like, this is where they're weak. This is how I would attack them. This is what I would do. These are the players that are, you know, not necessarily great. These are the players that I would attack if I was a coordinator. There's and been I, multiple times I'll read your tweets about that. But, yep, I heard yeah, that today. Yep. <laughs> yep, we're doing that. Just <laughs> so, I mean, football – I, I have one of these brains. I know I have. I, I know I have one of these football brains. 
they, that's not my it's – it's gifted. I, I, I play with players that don't have it like that. I play with players that you literally have to, like, walk them through everything, even, like, a year and a half after being in a system. But my brain as a center was always like, oh, yeah, even front, you know, Mike, Willie, oh, safety's creeping, oh, they're stacked. Like, my brain always worked like that. And the gift was finding that, finding, finding the gift and applying it into a field where I can capitalize on it mon monetarily. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's great to hear the confirmation that what I'm seeing is correct. Yeah. Um, or else I probably wouldn't do what I do. I, yeah. I would hate to be wrong at what I do because you would look like an absolute asshole. Players would never respect you. Yeah. Um, especially with the way I do it. Cause I'm not, I, I don't, if you play bad, if you show up on the film guy, you we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. And you're right. We went FIB so much to, against TCU. We went FIB all the time. My favorite play was our, like, trap passes of that game. Oh, mm -hmm. dude. Because their backers oh. were so fast flow. Mm -hmm. it they was, have to be. They're, like, 250 such, pounds. Well, it's because they're – pain in the ass to deal with. Well, it's like, because, they, like, Coach Harley talked about, like, their, their, their Sam Jack slash nickel, that really thin Sam they had. I can't remember what number he was. And 13. Their, yeah, their Mike and Will made them flow. He could like, move. That was – yeah. That was – that. those were their three dudes. And then their corner – was I mean pretty good, but the the three guys in the middle with the whatever kind of you know made them made their D line right, and so we just we took advantage of that. The, the I mean you asked me what intrigues me or what I like watching. I, I love watching how much y'all change every week. Man, um, it's a different playbook every single week. And you know what I try to explain, and I hope your audience understands this. I know mine does. It's not like that everywhere else. Uh -uh. teams are teams like that's who they are but I, I said it this way there's two types of coaches right there's coaches that we do what we do and we're going to do it until you stop it and then we're going to kind of change coaches like that are like Kyle Shanahan I think Lincoln Riley's a coach like that um all the Shanahan tree I think Sean McVay is a guy like that they're going to be who they are they're going to run what they run and if you're good enough to stop it then y'all are going to beat them that day but if you're not they're going to run you out of the gym and then there are people and coaches who are different week to week and the only kind of coaches that I know of that like this is Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, and Kirby Smart. Every single week, you're going to get something different from them because their kind of game plan is what do you do wrong or what do you do bad? All right, let's make them do that a lot. Munkin does a great job with that, yeah. especially explaining it. Mm -hmm. Like, we're running this this week because – and then gives us the whole rundown, like breaks it down. So we know what to look for when we're on the field. I mean, it'll be Thursday. Thursday, our last practice, and we'll have an entire book of install. And it's like it's our last, it's our last day. And he's like, he'll be talking to us. It's he's like, so uncommon, dude. It's unbelievable. But like we have guys, that, like you said earlier, you have to have players. Guy, we have dudes Smart that can ones. do it, but also guys that are bought into it, so we trust it. And you know what helps it with that? Our scout team, unbelievable yeah. scout team, looks. unbelievable. I mean, TCU week, those early enrollee backers. Yeah, Kirby they talked had about this. Dudes. Them fired up. Let me tell you and what. They were fat as soon as they thought saw like any play action or run motion. The backers and, in this upcoming freshman class are oh, legit. Oh my god, dude. Legit. No, like, <laughs> like playing with Nicobe, I mean playing with Monty, <clears throat> playing with Quay. Guy those guys are unbelievable and smile and pop. Unbelievable. Dudes. They're gonna be dudes for a long think time. Of his name. I don't remember his name. Name our backers. Uh, right now Troy Bowles, CJ Wilson or CJ Allen and Ray Wilson. Allen. Yeah. There's a corner. He's, he's blitzing. A.J. Harris. Unbelievable. Dude, he had an yeah. interception on yeah, Dom. Yeah, he a dog. Bro. He a dog. Harley looked at me and was like, hey, you know what the craziest thing is about him? He's not like – like, y'all signed a bunch of these off-the-charts metrics dudes. Yeah. I don't think A.J. is one of those. I just think A.J. is like a dog. Like, the definition Dude. of a dog. He – yeah. Now, our, he might our, test, like, well, but he ain't testing, like, Stokes well. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Stokes is unbelievable. I go up there to block C.J. Allen. On a run play because I have a free release because I wasn't having a double team. He hits me with a B to A. Oof. And I'm like, you're not supposed to know how to do that yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, like, I mean, even guys like Terrell on the scout team and, like, all year just – and that's so hard to do, man. Because, I mean, I did it for two years. Weston like, Wallace. Weston Wallace, massive. Weston oh, yeah. Wallace. Dude, that is can't the, move him. No. He is the hardest person on our scout team to block. Yeah. He just doesn't move. He has a hump move. <laughs> not stopping it. I mean, he has hip-tossed the majority of our offensive line this year. Coach Horowitz just laughs. It's crazy <laughs> to see how many guys, like, 
that could play it. Like you could just, you watch film and it, you could see so many of our guys that are second, third, and fourth string could play so many different our places. Our offensive line, our home room could go somewhere else and play. I'm dude, convinced. your backup guards are Sunday guys. Elite. Dylan Fairchild. <laughs> dude, watching Dylan. him mow down like Michael and guys on scout team, yeah. it's like, Dylan dude. Fairchild's going to be an animal. Yeah. Michael Morris is going to be an animal. He's got the most potential out of anybody in the if room. If he ever figures out how to play with technique, he will absolutely murder kids. Brooks. Heard he's got shotgun shells in his hands. He, Brooks. He, he get, JC, JC one day tried to bull rush him. Micah just takes like the most nonchalant set. Just says Locks that. him. Locks him. And I'm him. like, what Mike, is going Micah on? was such a hard eval coming out of high school. Because his like senior year, they were – I mean, Camden was horrid. I mean, a bad, bad football team. And Michael was already committed to Georgia, and it was just like, we're going to make sure we're healthy by the time we get to Athens in January. And you could see it on the senior tape, and I just didn't know what to do with it. Like, you talking about playing high. Go watch that senior tape. He still plays high, and he and it doesn't matter. people. It's it unbelievable. Bow-legged, too. I got to think about bow legged athletes, dog. I got to think about bow legged athletes. If you bow legged, I'm on you. I'm on you, dog. There was one day at practice they had Dylan Fairchild at left guard, Mike at left tackle. (laughs) And screw the second level, apparently. They stayed on that double team and took whoever it it was. Who was it? Who was it? 15 yards downfield. Mm. Zion. It was Zion. It was somebody who practices too hard, probably. That's the thing is I don't think it, it wasn't. Was. It wasn't. No. Wait, hold on. At Georgia, are there people who practice too yes. hard? Uh, a lot of us have. See, Tuesdays are the days that we're like, okay, we're, we're going. going. You know it's going though. Yeah, no. Yeah, but everyone team run, knows. Team run period. We're like, we're going. It's and at, then every other period, period, it's like, we're not making it look good, but we're not like, we're not brother-in-law to the full extent, but we're professional football players at this point. We know yes. how to play like, safe. I'm gonna keep you up. And you're going to do your job, and but I'm going to do mine. And that's where, for a lot of young guys, like especially when we go spiders on the rare occasion, there are a lot of young guys that, that don't know that. I mean, like for me against, I mean, I think it was Ty Ingram Dawkins last year, his freshman year. And I'm, I mean, I'm one on one with him, pass pro. And it's already a mismatch for me because he's a D lineman and he just full on bull rushes me and then shucks me. And I'm like, dude, what the f- are you doing? And yeah. so it's like, but I mean, as you grow and as you're there longer, it, it evolves. Um, the worst having on scout team. Kirby sends a bear down mm. for team run. Yeah. Twitchy is the only one we have. not know how to stay on sides. I mean, I'm in my stance. I'm already off the ball. Yeah. His hands are almost touching mine. I'll never I'm forget. Like, like, are we not going to say anything about this? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget uh, Ohio State week. Well, it was like three weeks before Ohio State, which are the worst. Oh, dude, winter camp sucks. But – Winter camp? Is yeah, that's what, that's what, what it's called. called. Y'all call that when you get out camp. of school? Y'all don't call those bowl practices. Y'all call no. that winter camp. Winter We're camp. That sucks. That's awful. Georgia stuff Dude, right it's there. Unbelievable. It's awful. We're, we get there. Half-line run, team run, half-line pull. Well, I mean, it's huh? just, let's, let's talk about before when we work out and then run and then go practice. And then this go is practice. like six months into already clanging and banging. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this is like y'all been going at it since late July. Half the country's done. Yeah, no doubt. And so – And it's like he – we. He literally brings out fall camp practices. And so, I mean, it's full go. And so we ran a, we ran a counter one day and I think, I think my, who was the guard? It might've been Dylan. We run, he's the right guard, right? Play right or left. It was either Dylan or Dev. No, it wasn't Dev. Dev pulled with me usually when we went left. So it was going, it wasn't Dev. And, uh, I've seen, I saw Dev murder a couple kids at practice. Oh, I don't doubt it. Okay. So let me hit on Chaz Chambliss. Closes harder than any human Anybody. I've ever. He spills really, really hard. When they run at, when they used to run at each other, it was like a gunshot went so, off at our facility. Uh, we'll do a little. So one of my last memories of Dev was uh, day, It was the last day we practiced in Athens before we went to LA, and we ran. I think it was Puma, and uh, I looked over there was Chaz and it was Dev, and I came up and slapped him on the ass. I was like, "Let's go, big boy." And he was like. I got you. So we pull. I remember this. He, we pull, I know what play you're talking about. Boom! I come up inside, wrap the backer, spills it, and goes for 60 for a tutty. Oh. And me and him looked at each other and went crazy. And because Cheryl's going everybody went crazy. Deb was pissed at me all season. Why? Because I had shoulder problems. Yeah, yeah, oh, so you got all the face. Oh, damn. He we'd ran, run, all, the tra- we, he ran we, all the counters. We'd run counters. Deb. Oh. And I'd, I'd like just mm. give Deb a little smirky, just be shaking his head at me. He was oh. so good at it, man. Oh, so my, my, my retro freshman year, I would have to take 
two reps at left tackle, two left, two reps at left guard, two reps at center, two reps at right guard, two reps at right tackle, two reps off, run it back. Because Ouch. all they all they were doing to me was basically letting me like get used to playing in college, but also basically like relieving everybody else mm-hmm. because we had older guys that could not practice. You know, it was whether it's a banged up shoulder or I got half a meniscus left by midway through the season. Like, there's so much of that where we are, we are, you know, still practicing, getting by. But, yeah, we probably can't run counter to the right when Tate's at left guard or counter to the left when Tate's at right guard because he's got a bum shoulder. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, sir. Well, I messed it up. It hurt it even worse one day at practice because I usually, like, takes me out of the, like, sends by the end or whatever. They call counter. Turn around. I'm like, anybody come get me? Stetson looks at me like, you good? I'm like, I guess I, so. I guess so. Let's <laughs> I get do it. down in my stance, go run counter, yeah. dead arm. Oh. I'm like, oh no. It's Searles comes. He's like, you dumbass. He's like, take yourself out. I was like, coach, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no, <laughs> so we I don't was do like, that. you're going to have to send somebody to me because yeah, I'm not nah. going to take myself out. But I'm like, you probably will next year. Yeah. 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 One you, year. The, the older you get, for sure, the more, well, maybe not. But the older you get as a as a starter, you just get to do kind of whatever. Ben Cleveland. Uh, yeah. Oh. It depends. Okay, so it depends I'll, on who you are, what you play. It depends on your stuff. So, exa- for seen. example, uh, tight end room, I wouldn't slack from nobody. No. Like two of the best tight ends to ever play in college football. Sorry, guys. Like you're tired. Who cares? Like go. Mm-hmm. That's how Searles mm-hmm. is. Ben Cleveland, though. I remember freshman year we're doing team. We're about to do our team run period. Said. You want to see a vet move? I was like, sure. He goes over the train. He's like, my back's really spasming. <laughs> Dude, that's such a bad move. Had like four periods the off. Old, the old tight hammy on run days. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pull the vet move here or there. Absolutely. Don't say it's, that out loud. I didn't this year because I, I was injured my first two years. I was yeah. like, this is the first year where I went every practice and was like, man, this is this is good. But so we remember we were running the stadiums after I'd like just started mm-hmm. running again because my foot yeah. and my calf just completely I gave forgot out about on me. that. Somebody was like, that was a good vet. I was like, no, my calf's just not functioning right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not working. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. That's a tough workout, man. And we, then I missed like four practices in fall camp because it's like kicked back up again. And I remember that. somebody came up to me. He's like, you pulled a vet. I'm like, no, my foot's not just dude. killing me. Not That's dude. one of the worst workouts we have is, is, End of the summer, you max on hang clean, go through a couple of, or power clean, sorry, max on bench, go through a couple of auxiliaries, and then run to the stadium, go in, do up and down one for each game, carrying plates. And, dude, it is a. So, one question I have about the weight training, because, like, power clean is a very uh, technically sound movement mm-hmm. to do heavy weight. I love power clean. I hate clean. it. It's right. my least favorite. Um, I love it. You either love you it or suck. you hate it by the way you either are really really good at it or you have to work to be good at it um do they clean form up here do y'all got guys That's like splitting the legs do y'all got guys does everybody go ass to ankles is everybody firing the elbows like is so, everyone doing clean the same way I'll, or is it just move the weight i would say and it's changed so much since that's what sinclair does a great job of is learning and and changing things my first two years here like during the season he was a we're cleaning every sunday we're cleaning wednesdays and from like junior year on so the last two years it's more so been a lot of pulls tough on your knees yeah 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 absolutely and so a lot of pulls a lot of where you're getting the explosion but you're not getting the impact yeah um and so like the first two years and even now when we do it he's more so just just find a way to get under it Mm. if you can get under it you're good i I like to think that i have impeccable power cleaning form i mean my dad was a football coach worked in the weight room when i was little oh yeah he had me in there doing movements with a pvc pipe Uh, like tiny yeah. So I've always been able to power clean like really well. Like, Even at six that, six. That's yeah, my what, what, do you, what can you clean? Three thirty five. I think plus? I could have hit four oh five last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, him, yeah. I, it's I hit, him and Nolan, right? You and Nolan kind of the top two? Me and Fairchild. Fairchild. That is so heavy. Four, I, hit, I hit three eighty five and they were like, There's oh, like, we gotta go to the stadium. I was like, No, let me try to I hit don't think I ever front squat. Nah, I front squatted four oh five once. But like that's a lot of Dude, weight to be just I catching can't, on. I can barely do three fifteen. Yeah, no. Nah. Like, no chance. Power clean's my lift. Like, that is my Mine's lift. bench. That is like, so much weight. I get excited to go into the weight room and power that's clean. That's so weird. That's so – that's that's a terrible take. Like, we are in the weight room You're a yesterday, which was probably not smart of me considering my shoulders conditions right now. Yeah. But we were power cleaning. It was, like, lightweight. And I, like, snatched one. 
<laughs> I was just like messing around and one of the strength and turns like don't do that what are you doing yeah, don't do I was like I'm yeah, I'm all right. I was like I'm just having fun to tell you how much of a jackass I was in high school I came through my senior year on like a little uh visit or whatever through the uh Buttsmere building and this is back when like the weight facility was like right there tied to butts mm-hmm. um I was walking through and Ben Jones Ben Jones Stug. like 10-year pro like mm-hmm. all pro maybe borderline maybe hall of fame guy by the time he's done like if you really think about this guy yeah so he's in there throwing around whatever he's throwing around and my dumb ass looked over there you know i was i was a barrel chested center in high school we could throw weight around and i walked in there he was doing like 225 and he was moving around and i was counting his numbers i'm like i'm stronger than that guy <laughs> i was stud. not stud dude stud. he's a stud. Oh, yeah. stud all right because tate's Got some academic stuff later in this evening. He's freaking academic weapon. We're going to go ahead and do our last segment of the night. It's our real talk, tear talk. Because we got the film guy in here, we're going to stick with the football theme. We're going to go top three college football players of all time. Ooh, I should have read the board earlier in the uh, show. I could have gotten a little uh, taste I've been, here. I've been sitting here thinking. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any of this. Come back to me. We'll go one, two, three. All right, bet. Once it's off the board, though, you can't take it. Oh, all right. That's fine. Okay. All right, here we I'm go. Taking Cam Newton, number one. Oh, that was mine. Oh, so this is this snake draft? Yeah. Oh, we're good. We're good. I'm taking Cam Newton. All right, he's got Cam Newton. Um, I got to go with my guy, Tebow. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I don't Ugh. know about that I'm one. I'm a Tebow guy. It was a terrible take. Um, I'll go Reggie Bush, because if you know anything about mm-hmm. mid-2000s college football, mm-hmm. Reggie Bush was a god. Yep. Yes. That was, was going to be my third pick. Yeah. I got my number two locked in, but you got to go again. So you get okay. your number two. Um, ooh, play to the home crowd. I'll take uh, I'll take Herschel. Oh, good pick. Take Herschel number two. Good pick. Uh, Should have two Heismans, by the way. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to go um, Vince Young. Oh, man. Not bad. That's where I was going. Yeah. Not bad. Vince Young. Now I got to start thinking again because both of my the other two just got picked. Vince um, Young, just like they never should have touched his mechanics. Should just let him be him. I know. He was. Should just let him be him. Dude, and should have RPO'd him in 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 the NFL. Yeah. That's what it should have done. I really want. I can't remember his name. What are you thinking? Buddy from West Virginia. Ooh, oh, are you gonna go? His uh, cousin played on my high school team. Uh, Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. Austin. Oh, that's a good one. The coldest highlight. Mm-hmm. High school highlight tape. Have you seen that Unbelievable. one? Unbelievable. Oh, dude, like the first minute and a half, him just talking shit in the locker room. Unbelievable. It is epic. His it, it, his college highlights look like he's going to get. He's playing high oh, school yeah. still. Insane. It was like prone to turn around, walk backwards into the end zone, and fall down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a walking fifteen uh, yard penalty. You got one more. Oh, I got to go back. Yeah, this is your last yeah. one. Oh, God, now we got to start thinking again. I'm going to go I'm going defensive side of the ball here for mine. Oh, yeah, we have no defensive players. Good call. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I think we're spilling coffee. Good shout. <laughs> All right, son. I mean, come on, man. I got to think. You know I don't keep up with sports. <laughs> I get enough of it. Daily. Yeah, that's the truth. Golly, I don't even know who to like think here. I mean, oh, I've got two really good ones. Come on, Tate. Give me one of them. You want one of them? Yeah, give me one. Of them. You want a big boy? Give me a big. Jadavion Clowney. You know, that, took, took that, a third year off though. If I mean, you were talking about like height of heights for sure. Yeah. But took junior year completely off. Yeah. But I mean, he's a, he, he was that guy. But he was that guy. <laughs> I'll go with him. Yeah. Yeah, That's him a good call. I'm going um, Tyron Matthew. Ooh. LSU, the bad dude. That is stole, the championship stole game he George's had. heart. Oh my God. Oof. Oh. The nasty, nasty football game. And he's got a he's got a really. I, I just I like him a lot. All right, so that leaves it to me. Greatest college football player of all time. Or just someone in your lifetime you watched and you're just like, that's the guy. Well, not to be that. I, I, and I know you play with – Broderick Jones was the freakiest human being I've ever seen the first time I saw him. Not that he's that – like, he's not, like, all-time great, great. But the first time I ever saw that dude, he took my breath away how fuck freakish he is. Okay, what's the uh, 
Let's let's explain what's, what's going on. What's going on? That is the most athletic big man I've oh, ever seen. Oh, it's unbelievable, dude! I watched him walk hurdles. You know where you yeah. open your and I knew from jump. I was like, this dude Ben's like, we have I film. Seen. We have film of him covering down, running stride for stride with Kenny Mack. Yeah, easily. Yeah. I mean, in full pads, hit twenty miles an hour at practice. I do not doubt that. I I saw like, I saw him like just do. He worked out with a guy named Kevin McAlmont out of Atlanta. And so this is a great story. We're we're in DeKalb County. He went to Lithonia over there. And I don't know if you know about where Lithonia is in DeKalb County, but it is DeKalb County. Mm-hmm. So we're over there, and this is during COVID. And me, Kevin, and Broderick, and some other guy that ended up going to Florida and transferring out, I can't remember his name, were over there. And they were working out, and I was filming them. And you're not supposed to be at, like, public events. This is, like, head, like dead middle of COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, this police officer pulls up with the sirens on, with the lights on, and over the loudspeakers, like, hey, what y'all doing? And then you could hear him, like, like you could see him processing and looking, and he goes, oh, Broderick, that's you? Never mind, big fella. Go back doing what you're doing. No and way. then he goes back and then just keeps patrolling a lot. That's awesome. Keeps patrolling a lot. So they knew. They, they yeah. knew, too. <laughs> yeah. He's a freak, man. Yeah. He's going to be first tackle off the board. Should be. Who do you think is the first tight end off the board? Dude, there's there's a lot of guys going to Kincaid, Mayor. I can see Mayor. Yeah, probably. I mean, here's the thing, like I I know this is gonna end up being tailored toward Darnell. Darnell to me is such a lock for like a top fifty pick because so many teams are running eleven and twelve, mm-hmm. like true base under center, like McVeigh Shanahan offense. I agree. It's so, it's, it's so weird to see how much the college game is, and even the NFL game has changed. But there are so many teams still in the league that use a true Y. Uh-huh. Attached tight end. Yeah, like yeah. end of so line like, tight end, hand in the dirt guy. And he's the biggest, in my opinion, Mayer's a freak. Kincaid does everything really, really well. Utah's tight ends are unbelievable. And the kid from Oklahoma State, I think, or Oregon State, I don't know. There's another one that's up there. It's at, Oregon State. Oregon and he's State. a burner. He's and, one of them guys, the yak guys, the tight end. Yeah, and so I think I think Darnell brings the most unique skill set out of any of the top four or I five think guys. we underuse Darnell so Oh, my much. gosh. Don't even get me started. I'm like, if we're on the 20 – Put Darno all the way. The out way there that you guys throw it up. Oh my god! Yeah. The way that he handled himself this year with the uh, the lack of usage that he had, dude. I, he I he, mean, matru- he has matured an unbelievable if you, amount. If you go back and watch his high school tape, I don't think there's a single clip of him putting his hand in the ground. No, dude. They were like tunnel screening that big Joker dude. in high school. He and he is, comes to Georgia his freshman year, and I saw him wall off a backside in and like like post up on him and get wide, and I'm like. This dude's never played end of line tight end ever. And he just backwalled a guy. Like, it's like a year four movement. And first of all, shouts out Todd Hartley, yeah. right? But also that guy. I mean, that, that he, dude just. He's so good. Don't want to do whatever you want. He want he, his freshman year at South Carolina, we were up by a ton. And he wanted to come out of the game because he was like, I'm tired. You know, whatever. <laughs> he cut on the front side of a gap scheme just to cut and got the deal on the ground. And we took it for like 20. And it was just like, man. Speaking of cutting. Broderick Jones, third down against Ohio State. We're in a rope, so it's like a three-man sort to the to mm-hmm. the left. Was it 44? Who was he? No, doing? it was number nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. Broad said he long-armed him a couple times because he that number nine was long. Hey, big mm-hmm. boy, yeah. Broad just cuts him. <laughs> we're, we're sitting in the field. None of us knew Broad did it. Like, had no clue. We had, Broad was like, yeah, I'm going to cut him one time. We're like, no, you're not, Broad. Like, whatever. Yeah, no, nah, I'm going to get him. <laughs> On a rope. Coach Sarkos is like, we're like watching. He's like, oh yeah, let's get protected. He's like, hold on. It's like, <laughs> bro, did you just cut him? Yeah, that's and awesome. Bro was like, yeah, it worked. Coach <laughs> uh, was like, all right, don't do that again. He's like, you're gonna next game, you're gonna try to cut this defensive end. He's just gonna avoid you and get sets and hit. And- I think that's hilarious that Broderick is such a like a drop your draw. Like, oh my God, that guy's one of one athlete that everybody knows it when they saw it mm-hmm. first time. Yeah. We have so many alignment like that, though. Mims, Mims is unbelievable mm-hmm. when he wants to be Mike. I mean, just a lot of dudes. But I'm all right, telling brother. you, when Micah Morris figures out technique, he could be just like for that. Any yeah. I appreciate you, boys. Film guy Brooks Austin, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your boy Goody. That's Tater Todd over there. Y'all tune in. Appreciate y'all. Bye. All right, we got some high rollers, some quick sixes. We're gonna we'll see if the boys are gonna get lucky. You got anything to scratch with? I don't. We'll be resourceful, my guy. Don't even worry about it. Oh, already a winner. Ah! Just catching dubs, my boys.
Oh, me too. Come on. You got a free ticket out of it already. I got five bucks. Yep. I just got a free ticket. Hell yeah. It's like worth the price of admission. Absolutely. <laughs> Alright, well we got five bucks. Round two boys. Come on, be a dub. 34. I mean we're all around it. Two. That's when you know it's a loser. Yeah. When you're just like all around it. Yeah. Yeah, she's a loser. Hey. Ain't no wrong with silver. One for two ain't bad. Awful. We got five bucks out of it and a free, two free tickets, right? Yeah, that's a winner. Bang. Ladies and gents. Hey, that, that free ticket you're going to get off that one? That's the one. Yeah. That's, that's the it. one. This is it.